The following segment has been paid for by Americans for Prosperity, South Carolina. This is the Charlie James Show. Local talk done right on 106.3 WORD. Elections returns weren't exactly what a lot of people uh, were predicting. More of a red ripple is what it was. The Republicans taking control of the House again. Um, uh, not in control of the uh, of the Senate. Joining us right now is Jocelyn Castillo, and uh, she's with Americans for Prosperity. Uh, Jocelyn, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. So Americans for Prosperity, uh, tell us, what are your feelings on the elections on Tuesday? Absolutely. You know, Americans for Prosperity talks to communities across the country. We're in 35 states, and we work on issues that remove barriers so that people can achieve their full potential. That is economic issues, health care, access to health care, affordable prices, uh, you know, criminal justice and public safety, immigration. Uh, and, you know, these elections were absolutely tight. And I'll tell you, it was a surprise for many people. I think what we found out is that voters are very divided. This country is very divided in uh, in many regards. People want change, but they also want people to work together. And I think that the message that voters sent to Washington this election cycle is that they want stability and they want their lives improved. They don't want craziness. They don't want a mess. Uh, and they want the parties to work together to achieve, uh, you know, good policies for the American people. And I hope that that's the message that those folks that are in power right now are getting. So we're seeing, I mean, we're seeing crime rampant all across cities, all over the, the, the United States. Why would, would, would people vote to keep some of these folks that are literally responsible for this happening to keep them in office? You know, it's, it's, it's a great question. I think policy matters, but it's, it's evident that there were certain messages that resonated with certain swing voters. These are independent voters. I mean, you look at the voting block, uh, we are pretty 50-50 divided. Yeah, it, it's very competitive. If you're Republican, you're Republican. If you're a Democrat, you're a Democrat. And so that swing universe is pretty small. Uh, and whether it was, uh, you know, issues uh, concerning reproductive rights or in, in your state, there, there was, you know, some, some other policy that was making an impact. But the, the quality of the message and the ability to connect with those specific voters, that, that shrinking middle, uh, was very important and very pivotal. And clearly, it was highly competitive. This is why we still have some races that haven't been called. Mm-hmm. And it just means that we need to be able to talk to voters about how we're going to improve their lives and get back to the policies. Uh, and this is what we've been doing on Americans for Prosperity all along, talking about bread and butter issues, pocketbook issues, how to solve inflation, how to make healthcare more affordable, how to solve, you know, for public safety uh, and make communities safer. You know, Chuck Schumer was talking today about uh, a clear path for amnesty for for um, undocumented uh, folks here, illegal aliens in this country. How is that going to help the American people? Oh, look, this administration has lost operational control of the U.S.-Mexico border. There are no channels of immigration at this point that are uh, viable. The backlogs, if you want to come here legally, are uh, 25 years plus, depending on the country that you're coming from. We're at a breaking point. And so for Democrats to be proposing these types of policies at a point where what we need is true reforms that get at the crux of the issue, we need to solve for border security. We need to know who's coming in, what is coming in, 
and we need to reform our bureaucracy that makes it so hard to come here legally. So, you know, I think this is obviously, you know, a messaging play from Chuck Schumer. Uh, they did retain the Senate, and I think that he's feeling a little bit emboldened, and this is probably a, 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 a uh, election promise that they haven't been able to keep to their base and they're maybe trying for a Hail Mary. But if they want to do something on immigration, they're going to have to ensure that it includes security and that they are securing the border first uh, and working with Republicans to improve the system so that those that want to come here legally can uh, and those that are not here and they're here to uh, harm us can be kept out. Uh, and unfortunately, if that's not what's on the table, then you know it's going to be more messaging and we're going to see them fail uh, again. Is immigration, I mean, we're reading some polls about some of the most important things to the American people, and I don't believe that immigration, for some reason, was even in in, in the top five of their main uh, concerns. You know, so Americans for Prosperity is in 35 states, uh, from South Texas all the way up to, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. Michigan. It matters what is happening in those local communities. And so I personally knocked on doors in South Texas, and I can tell you that what those communities are going through, bearing the brunt of the border crisis, yeah. uh, it matters to them. Uh, whereas, you know, places like Michigan, they have a pretty high, uh, you know, income tax, sales tax, and property tax. Uh, they have very strict lockdowns, uh, and they had abortions uh, on, on the ballot. And so this is a very localized election. Uh, and while we are discussing national themes, it was very evident that what was happening in each of those communities, whether it was crime uh, in places like Oregon, New York, uh, or the border crisis in Arizona, South Texas, uh, Florida, it mattered. Uh, and so those candidates that were able to successfully make the connection between their policies and how they were going to improve the lives of their constituencies, specifically in those communities, they're the ones that came ahead in this election. And I think you're right. It's easy to point out, you know, there's a problem. But until you point out, and this is how we need to fix it, then it doesn't really resonate with voters a lot, does it? Absolutely. You have to have solutions. Uh, You know, here we talk about at AFP again, uh, how to actually improve and remove barriers. Obviously, government sometimes gets in the way, erecting barriers. Uh, you know, when it comes to occupational licensing, uh, you look at healthcare costs, which right now I know that that wasn't a big issue. That was the that was discussed as part of the election, but we're going to see premiums rising now that we're doing open enrollment. This is the time where we're all taking yeah. our plans. Yep. You're going to see inflation catching up to the healthcare system. It was largely left alone for a few months, but we're now seeing that happen. And healthcare is a pivotal aspect of our economy. It's a great deal uh, of our GDP. Uh, and, you know, what what solutions do we have? Is it single payer or is it just, you know, basically ignoring the issue? And I think whether it's Republicans or Democrats, we're going to have to answer, how are you actually going to make things more affordable? Here, we believe in the personal option, putting patients first, improving yep. telehealth, allowing people to have the health care coverage that they need to personalize the issue, to, you know, not allow the special interest to run uh, the health care system, but to put patients first. Uh, and so... You know, I I do agree with you. You have to come to the table with solutions. And, again, you look at this election, I think one thing we learned, the candidates that had that message and and the solutions and that they were able to connect with their communities, they came ahead. But either way, I mean, it was tight. Uh, And and it just shows how much work there needs to be done to, to, you know, unify our country and our communities. uh, Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, Jocelyn Casillo, Americans for Prosperity. You can check them out at americansforprosperity.org. You can get involved, right? Absolutely. You can volunteer with us. Uh, you know, come to our events. We're probably uh, in a city near you, and we're in 35 states, including, of course, South Carolina. So check us out. Jocelyn Castillo, Americans for Prosperity. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a good one. You too. When we get back, the uh, Respect for Marriage Act. Have you heard about this thing that the Democrats want? Why, if you want to, you can go out and marry a lamppost. We'll talk about that next right here on 106.3 WORD. This is the Charlie James Show. The Charlie James Show. And Charlie, what a job you're doing because he has done an incredible job. Thank you very much, Charlie. On 1063 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Welcome back to the program. Let's go to the uh, Commons. No, I'm sorry, the Ingalls Market Talk Line, 800 347 1063. We'll talk to David. He's out in California, wants to respond to Jocelyn. How are you, David? Oh, thanks, Charlie. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I. I don't know if you're familiar with the Koch brothers or the Koch family, yeah. but yeah. they're the ones that sponsor uh, Citizens for Prosperity. Americans and for Prosperity. They're the ones, uh, yeah. yeah, Americans for uh, Prosperity. And when you think about, uh, you, you remember the old song about sell your soul to the company store? Yeah. That's, that's what the Koch family does. They, they make company towns. And uh, so prosperity to them is the Cokes get prosperous and everybody else gets uh, selling their soul to the company store. And, um, you know, they're, they're the ones that have spent hundreds of millions, actually billions now, in buying uh, congressmen and, and uh, senators to write laws saying that they don't have to pay taxes, that they don't have to clean up their pollution, that they don't have to provide medical care for people injured on the job, that they don't have to uh, support any libraries or schools or development of the society. You know, when you think about the word prosperity, that means that everybody gets better. Wait, wait hold, up, but, uh, hold up. What, what did you say about libraries and schools? Well, the Cokes are not famous for uh, uh, seeing to it that local taxes are paid. Uh, they go out of their way to suck all the money to their corporate headquarters, uh -huh. and and if any local money gets paid, it's the local uh, employees that pay local taxes, and the uh, if they're underpaid, then the local counties, uh, you know, the libraries, the schools, the sewer systems, the fresh water systems, they get starved by the Koch brothers. It's and where 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 is this where is this happening? Because I, I last I checked, corporations don't pay taxes. Uh, yeah, isn't that a sad thing? Yeah. They don't have any loyalty to America. No, no I mean, corporation. It's not just the Koch brothers. It's GE. It's Ford. It's Chrysler. It's GM. It's the uh, New York Giants. It's the Atlanta Falcons. Corporations don't pay taxes. Yeah, it's pitiful. They don't have any loyalty to the country, and they, uh, they sap it. It's just straight out of 1776 uh -huh. Colony. You know, if you remember back, uh, 1776, the problem was that the king was taking all the tax money, sucking it over to their uh, to London, and then having a party with it. And he would never reinvest in the local economy. He would never uh, fix. So how how is how is hiring people in the local community not 
helping the local economy? Well, first of all, they underpay those that they do hire, and uh, they're the ones that are going out of their way to make sure that robotics uh, take care of the rest who are not uh, uh, hired. So, you know, if you want to have a horrible company town economy, uh, where, well, 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 David, let me ask something. Where are these horrible company town economies happening? I mean, they may they may be rampant in California, but you, you've got an idiot for a governor. We don't have things like that here in South Carolina so much. You're saying, don't you, don't you have paper mills down there? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, about 100 years ago. Oh, yeah, they cut down all the trees and they never cleaned up. <laughs> David, that's all I need to know. I appreciate it, pal. You have a great day. Why, why do they cut down all the trees? Dude, get on an airplane. Jump your butt on an airplane and travel. And look out that airplane window and tell me what you see as far as the eye can see. It's not it's not corporate it's not it's not paper mills that are cutting down the trees. You want to look at cutting down the trees, you look at some of these builders out there. You look at some of these big uh you you look at folks like BlackRock who is buying up on communities. You look at cities themselves who are cutting down the trees and paving over everything. Quit blaming everything on corporations and start blaming government on what's going on. We we, we went up to Washington, D.C. here recently. I looked out, and, I, and then the first thing I thought when we were in that plane was, man, look at all those trees. So many trees. Give me a break. Give me a break. All right, way to go. Good try, David. Appreciate it. I had you pegged from the beginning. Ralph is in Spartanburg. Ralph, how you doing, buddy? Ralph, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, Charlie? Uh, turn your turn your radio down there, pal. Yeah, what's up? I had you on the on the speaker. I'm baking a cake. Yeah. And so yeah, but um, Charlie. Yeah. You were talking earlier, and I wanted to call in and let people know. Aldi has a dollar nine cent a pound butterball turkeys. Okay. And they have the smoked butterball turkeys for two dollars. So you can have Thanksgiving. You don't even have to eat that blue box crap like they want us to. <laughs> well, you know you can get them for forty nine cent at, at Publix, and and Ingles yeah, has a great deal, and I think. Yeah, well, I, I've you know what I've had it all. I've had Harris Teeter turkeys, I've had Publix turkeys, and I've had Publix turkey. The key is you gotta brine that turkey, Ralph. Hey, Upstate, let's talk. Hit up Charlie on the Ingalls Markets Talk Line eight hundred three four seven one zero six three. This is the Charlie James Show on one zero six three W O R D. Welcome. To the program. Uh, hey, Charlie, paper companies are responsible for an, a 15% increase in trees across the United States since the late 1800s. You're right. And why wouldn't they be? I mean, if your business is wood and wood comes from trees, you're going to make sure that you've got a renewable resource to draw from. So, yeah, I mean, the uh, logging industry is one of the most environmentally friendly industries on the planet. I know some folks over there on uh, Kershaw County that do some logging. And, man, I'll tell you what, they plant more trees than, than, than you could ever imagine. It's unbelievable. So um, there you go. Charlie, there are more trees in the continental U.S. now than at the country's founding. I've heard that as well. And, and what would the reason be? 
There's a good reason for it, if you think about it. Tim, what would the reason be for us to have, collectively, more trees now than when our nation was founded? Can you think of a reason? Because people plant trees. Oh, that's one good reason. There's another one, too. Okay. (laughs) There's another one. What Um, do you think it is? Uh... Eco-friendly organizations? No. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's my best guess. Oh, forest, forest fires. fires. Of course. I didn't even we, think about that. We put them out. Yeah? We put forest fires out. And and, and the majority of them happen <laughs> over there in California. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, where they have horrible um, uh, uh, forestry uh, practices. So right. anyway, uh, the caller was, uh, he was just one of those seminar callers and things like that. So we do control fires. Charlie, the corporations control the government. Oh, you are so right. You are so right. They absolutely control the government. And that's a darn shame. It is a shame that the American people, because the American people do not vote for the corporations. And we're talking about corporations like Klaus Schwab and uh, the World Economic Forum, all of these people that really want, uh, they want us to go through hard times so that we will turn to them for solutions. That's period. That's what they want. They want us to go through hard times. Charlie, uh, (laughs) early South Carolina used to be more like Savannah and early paintings show a very open landscape with buffalo and scattered trees. You're right about that. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show, 106.3 WORD.